guy with the face. You're in a full circle again. What's he in? I did know that. We fabricate relations. relations. Next to somebody. Three degrees of separation. Cogs have started turning. In Hollywood. Hollywood cast connection. Hello all, and thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hollywood Cast Connection. You are most welcome here on the show where we fabricate relation through degrees of separation, uh, which means we're going to be connecting actors to actors through actors, as you hear every week, uh, from the movies that those actors have appeared in. I'm Paul. With me, as he is every week, and I'm grateful for, <laughs> is Sam. That's my brother and co-host. How you doing, Sam? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I love the uh, the high energy intro you're doing here. It's uh, <laughs> it's almost like an inside the actor's studio. Hello and welcome. <laughs> and in today's episode, we are going to talk about our favorite curse words. So there's that. So, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm great, man. Uh, I'm glad to be here. I know we've had a couple weeks break with the uh, Thanksgiving holiday and all those festivities going on, but it's good to see your face. And I'm happy to be recording a game with you. And I'm happy that we got the guest that we got for today yeah likewise this week's guest you'll know as the host of trivia warfare blitz who is also a one-time contestant on jeopardy that is tim edwards how's it going today tim uh it's going great i'm happy to be here guys um i have to be more well known as the host of trivia warfare blitz because uh blinked and you missed my jeopardy appearance uh, unfortunately. <laughs> happy well, to be here uh to embarrass myself uh on some lack of movie knowledge <laughs> everybody says that and uh i have to keep reminding everyone that statistically i am still the worst player of this game and it is my own game so <laughs> well just watch <laughs> you feel good about yourself Sam. <laughs> no i'm grateful to have you here though and uh thanks for taking some time out um i know your show blitz um I remember when it first started out and I thought, man, this is a great format, just a quick little game that everybody can kind of get in and digest, whether on your lunch break or your smoke break or whatever it is, right? Um, it's, a, it's a fun little show. Do you want to tell kind of everybody what it is, basically, and where they can find it? Sure. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's part of the Oaks Media Group. You know, Jonathan Oaks does Trivial Warfare, which I think is uh, amongst the more popular trivia podcasts, and then he started diversifying out and, and adding some shows and then we took it over at the beginning of this year but uh trivial warfare blitz is a we have three contestants on every week um we ask them questions uh, if they get it right they stay in the game if they miss one they're still in the game but if once they miss two they're eliminated and we just kind of proceed in that fashion until uh we crown a champion and it's kind of structured in a giant pyramid where um, once we have three champions, they play against each other. And once we have three like super champions, they play against each other. And, and uh, the goal is for it to be, you know, uh, kind of pretty fast paced uh -huh. and uh, get a bunch of questions in there and uh, for it to be really a play along quick, short burst of trivia for you. Yeah. A blitz, if you will. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> You're right. Indeed. <laughs> it is a great game. Uh, I have a lot of fun listening to it. Um, and I think instead of calling it a pyramid, you should call it a multi-level game now, because I think that's how they get away with <laughs> doing it. In... Yeah, MLM. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> First, we, we, we called it um, uh, Ponzi trivia, and that just... <laughs> its connotations. So It's kind of hard right. to do the marketing for that one. So. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's great. If if only it was as profitable for like <laughs> Jonathan and Cheyenne, my partner who who edits everything, um, we'd be the top three guys on the pyramid. Like we'd be the only ones making money. But uh... <laughs> exactly, yeah. And you mentioned Cheyenne. You and Cheyenne both together own uh, Questionable Company, which is another company that the the trivial world may have heard of i'm sure if anybody knows jonathan they've heard both of you guys on his show and some of the other shows as well so uh, right. again know you're a busy guy know you're a, a knowledgeable guy and you don't think you're gonna do well at this but as random as this game is it's kind of hard to fail so i think it's gonna be a good time anyway well, that's, that's good that's encouraging I, <laughs> exactly. I that's what i need more in my life is things hard to fail at. 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, I got something handed to me at work the other day, and then it posed the question, like, if I can't figure out the thing that was idiot-proofed, what's beyond idiot? Like, what does that make me? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Breaking the mold. Exactly. Stuff. <laughs> 1977 that's my right it's just quality (laughs) control at that point right like oh you i will i will bug this thing that you just debugged i will find a way (laughs) (laughs) all right well we're very happy to have you tim uh we're gonna play a game here today and to explain how to play that game we have a very classy reading of the rules that we like to play every week and i don't want to deprive any of the listeners of that uh that little nugget of greatness this week, so we're gonna we're gonna play that. Here's how the Hollywood Cast Connection is played. Each game consists of two regular rounds and a special features round designed by the host. Each regular round, we run our range, yes, our random actor name generation engine, which returns two random actor names. Players must then connect the two actors from the range to each other via actors they appeared alongside in films. Players can use any feature-length film, whether animated or live-action. Each completed cast list is worth 10 points. Each round we also draw an action card. There are a variety of action cards that provide players with opportunity for additional points each round. Point values vary by action card. The goal of the game is to get to at least 60 points, because we're clever and 6 degrees looks like 6-0, which looks like 60. All right, now that the rules have been explained, I think we're ready so to suavely, jump into... Such a suave rules oh, yeah. reading that we got. Suave. It was amazing. I was, I was like, <laughs> stunned at how suave it was. Uh, we're going to jump into the game. Uh, we start every game by running the rack... The Ractor? By running the random actor name generation engine. That's right, the range. The actors that you guys will be connecting today are Emma Stone oh. to Edward Norton oh, wow. for 10 points. Did we not already pull Emma Stone? I remember remember episode one that was entitled All the Emmas, or did she just come up in conversation yeah. a lot? She came up, but I can change it if you want. But we already no, wrote it. I like, I like Emma Stone. That's great. I don't, I'm yeah. trying to think if we used her. Yay uh, for the first time last week. Nice. The uh, scarlet letter there, right? Yeah. yeah. Great. Like, like it was, it was really good. Yeah, I was impressed by it. And yeah. wasn't that kid that was in that? Was he the same kid that was in Gentleman Bronco, or what was he from? I don't know Gentleman Bronco. It's a uh, that movie was. Um, is it? Is it? Uh, okay, Stanley Tucci and is it Hope Davis that are her parents in that movie? It is Stanley Tucci. Um, who is her mom in that? They're they're like maybe the greatest on-screen parent ever. Hilarious. Is it Patricia Clarkson? Is that her mom? That's it. Yeah. Yes, I think, Ta- yeah. Tammy One from uh, <laughs> Parks and Rec. Isn't that who uh, that was? Yeah. 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 I, I loved it. It was so good. That's great. Any, oh, and I was awesome. incorrect. Dan, it's Dan Bird. It's not uh, the Gentleman Bronco guy. It's uh, He was on a series for a while, though. That was really funny. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and before we get started with those connections, we need to pull an action card. Roll sound. Sound speed. Pictures up. Roll camera. Scene one. Take one. Marker. Camera set. Action. The action that will get you five extra points per occurrence is movies set in the desert. Oh. So ten points for Emma Stone to Edward Norton, plus five points for every movie set in the desert. Let your deliberations begin. Can I get a quick clarifying question? If I'm having trouble spelling today and I write movies set in dessert, do I get points for those as well? <laughs> if well, you I, can I, name I, any. Yes. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is technically a movie oh, set in yeah. dessert. Oh, right? yeah. Lots. Everything here is eatable. <laughs> dessert. That's, that, that's the actually question of the week, right? Uh, actually, it's set around. <laughs> you know what? Um, I was just running through some movies that I haven't seen in a long time. And Ed Norton is in the 
Silence of the Lambs prequel that I just forgot the name of. Really? Um, mm-hmm. I think Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it, too. Rafe Fiennes. Ralph? Rafe? I looked it up, by the way, after the... Uh, I feel like we maybe culturally, culturally insensitively mispronounced his name <laughs> because <laughs> he's Welsh, and in Welshland, they pronounce it Rafe, even though there is an L right in the middle of it, so... Well, there you go. Yeah. Was Welsh in a wacky pronunciation. <laughs> exactly. Where are they from? Wales. I said Welsh land. <laughs> Speaking of culturally insensitive things. <laughs> right. Our apologies to the people of Welshland. <laughs> Making it worse. What are we thinking about desert movies, guys? Because this doesn't seem like a great combination of of people yeah. to try to get into the desert the, the thing i mean i want to give away my strategy here <laughs> but uh los angeles is in the desert oh, oh sure so you know but like 75 percent of all movies are basically set in los angeles <laughs> right. <laughs> right. las vegas is also the desert the eastern half of the state of washington is technically desert i learned <laughs> Just from a biospherical standpoint. No, I mean, I've got some desert movies written down. Uh, but I'm having trouble connecting these actors to those. I mean, for example, Indiana Jones comes to mind. I feel like there's a lot of sand in those, right? So. But. Yep. For example, not relevant, but wasn't uh maybe i'm wrong on this one but the guy who plays gimli in lord of the rings wasn't he in one of the indiana jones movies he was in all of them yeah yeah i did not know that because the gimli character is yeah i associate that guy with gimli and then yeah basically the guy who says bad dates in the first one i think so yeah when the monkey eats the dates and dies never would have known that was the same guy yeah, I, right. <laughs> it's you're like, you seems so tall. <laughs> exactly. And my axe. <laughs> Earlier today, I, I went down a short YouTube rabbit hole of reaction videos on YouTube to uh, Lord of the Rings, like climactic moments, like people who had never seen it before seeing, like, Owen kill the king. I'm like, Nice. That sounds awesome, and I want you to send me some links. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can get, I can make the connection. It's the desert. Exactly. And what a weird card. Who wrote these? Who writes these stupid action cards, Paul? <laughs> it's that would be you. <laughs> it's me. I did it. Oh, I got it. I just got it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not the whole completion, but I found a, an in into the one that I was trying to get to. And that's one. I think and, I'm going to take the kind of like a prevent defense approach to this. <laughs> Say I'm good to go. Awesome. That's good timing because I think I am also. I just finished it up and I was just running through my list again to make sure I had everything. All right. Both players are in. Tim, you said that you were good to go first, so would you like to uh, go ahead and start us off? Certainly. And and I also said that I'm doing kind of the prevent defense here in that set in the desert is making this too hard for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm just going to be the, go the conservative route and connect them fairly shortly. Okay, I'm going to go Emma Stone was in Superbad which is set, I believe, in L.A., which is in the desert, I'll just say. Uh, <laughs> and she was in that with Jonah Hill, who was in Moneyball with Brad Pitt, uh-huh. who was in Fight Club with Ed Norton. Very good. Um, I'm okay with counting L.A. Yeah. as the desert. I'm so we'll, we'll give you 10 points for the connection plus five for one desert. So you're at 15 points after round one. 
Sam, what'd you come up with? I almost did the exact same thing on the um, on the end there with Brad Pitt to Ed Norton in Fight Club because uh, I got really close to Brad Pitt on one of my connections, and then I was trying to squeeze in another desert, which I think I was able to do. Um, side note: Do you know what uh, Ed Norton's name in Fight Club is in the credits? I think it's narrator. narrator. Yeah. Yeah, the narrator. <laughs> yeah. Um, and imagine this: a bunch of a bunch of uh, uh, cis white millennial Gen X guys. Uh, fight club immediately like that's the first one naturally yeah, of course exactly <laughs> right way to be stereotypes guys yeah <laughs> i am jack's trivia podcast okay. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> uh, uh, all right i did squeeze in a couple deserts my connection list is a little bit longer but i went from emma stone to rachel weiss in the favorite uh, which was really good. 2018, I think that's the one that Olivia Coleman won her Best Actress for, um, which got me to Brendan Fraser in The Mummy, which is in the desert. Um, just a, it was convenient that there was a one hop to Rachel Weisz there <laughs> to get her yeah. to The Mummy. So for Brendan Fraser, I went to Matt Damon um, in School Ties, which was where I brushed up against going straight to Brad Pitt. But instead, I went Matt Damon to George Clooney, in one of the oceans movies uh, so that I could get George Clooney to Mark Wahlberg in three Kings, which is also in the desert. Um, oh, well done. Bravo. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Very nicely done. And then Mark Wahlberg to Ed Norton in the Italian job, uh, which they were both in. So uh, my desert movies are the mummy and three Kings. And we're not going to count oceans as a Las Vegas oh, desert movie. It is oh, in Las Vegas. I would, I would count it for counting LA. <laughs> as long as you can say the right one, which one? Which one? Uh, well, <laughs> the first and third, uh, they robbed Las Las Vegas casinos, right? Because the first one they. <laughs> I just want to make sure they didn't say twelve, and I was going to. Ha! They're in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, very good. So you have ten for the connections plus three desert movies. Uh, which will get you 25 points at the end of round one. And before we go any further, we're going to take a real quick break. All right, and we're coming back from our break, and we're going to jump straight into round two. Uh, let's run that range again. And the actors that you will be connecting for round two are Robert Duvall. Oh. Yeah, this should be good. Actor two is Christoph Waltz. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah, getting excited. But let's find out what that action is first. Sound. Sound speed. Pictures up. Roll camera. Scene one. Take one. Marker. Camera set. Action. That's a bingo. <laughs> That's a bingo. I just watched Django again the other day. Man. That's so good. Oh, and and Inglorious Bastards is one of my top three movies of all. Absolutely. Yeah. That's Dude, definitely that was, my favorite Tarantino, like by far. That was my first exposure to Christoph Waltz, and I was like, holy cow, give this guy all the awards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Au revoir, Shoshana. And your action card that has come back is movies set on the ocean so it'll be 10 points for connecting robert duvall to christoph waltz plus an additional five points for every movie set on the ocean not oceans 11 12 or 13 <laughs> dang it like like you were say. able to grab those points last time got to be on the ocean and uh, with that you guys can take it away i was totally going to get it on a technicality if we could do a presidential race on movies with a race why can't we do oceans 11 <laughs> danny ocean is technically an ocean so feel like if I can get anybody on the first side close to anything Tarantino, then I, it's a lock for me. So that's kind of my goal. <laughs> if you can get 11 Ocean movies, I'll just give you the whole game right now. Just, <laughs> you need not worry. It'll be the Ocean's 11 round, and you can just have the whole <laughs> thing. <so. laughs> I did run into... Um, Paul Bettany, which led me to the realization that there are several MCU people who have also done Star Wars roles, because he was that weird veiny-faced guy in um, Solo, 
with Amelia Clark and all of them there. Really, that's the one movie, this one Star Wars movie I, I I've watched, but not really like as it was on TV. Right. What's the one before where he breaks the thing? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh, I just got it. Okay, I'm I'm ready to go. Nice. All right. Tim is ready, so Sam, if you want to talk to us about where you are. I just arrived and exited the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> and I was able to get in and out, only touching one movie, so I feel like I did okay. I'm not leaning too heavily on it. So. <laughs> the last same passage. <laughs> that would be interesting. Because um, the thing with Christoph Waltz is like, I mean, he, he's great in every movie he's in but he's not been in that many like right. i can think of three and no and one of them i don't remember the name of is it the oh. one where he's like a parent with um john c Riley and they're going to couples counseling or <laughs> oh, it's not that one okay gotcha uh, it's a james bond movie uh, oh yeah yep, yep quantum of solace i think uh, it's after Quantum of Solace. Okay, yeah. It's Spectre. 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 Okay. Yeah, I, I just remember. <laughs> group, right? Yeah. yeah. That's named the movie. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I yeah. but I, I'm. I'm good. I'm ready to go whenever you guys are. Cool. I'm still trying to pick through mine now. I've actually arrived at um, Russell Crowe, which. I could have gotten there faster, but I want to use this Russell Crowe connection because it gets me an ocean movie, which I'm probably giving away part of my list there. So now I'm trying to get from Russell Crowe to Christoph Waltz on the back end. And I know Russell Crowe movies are, what, Gladiator with Joaquin Phoenix, Jamal Hansu, uh, American Gangster with... Um, oh, hold on. I could go back and... Nope, I can't do that. I was going to say American Gangster was Denzel Washington... Idris Elba, I want to say Common and T.I. were both in that, too. Um, I could do a full loop by getting Common back to another. <laughs> Somebody said Common's real name on a question the other day, and I was like, I don't know who that guy is, but I've known Common since the first Kanye West album, so it's like, how do I not know what his real name is? It was like a question about his ordinary-sounding rap uh, stage name or whatever, so... <laughs> if Jamie Foxx had been in that, I could go real quick, but I don't think he was in American Gangster. What a great movie that was, though. Was that one Ridley Scott, Paul, since we were talking about Ridley Scott so much recently? No, I think uh, Body of Lies was the Russell Crowe, Russell Crow, Ridley Scott, another Russell Crowe, Ridley Scott. Who did American that Gangster? That wasn't Gladiator. American Gangster. Yeah. Scott, I was thinking it was Ridley Scott. Yeah. Look it, it may up, have Paul. been. <laughs> I thought now it was. that I've just said it. <laughs> See, because I had the same thought. Oh, body of like, lies. Oh, body of lies. You just said body of lies, and then I just yeah. got it. Oh, you used it or what? Yeah, because I can get. Because Leonardo DiCaprio's in Body of Lies, right? Uh. I'm still trying to find it. Oh, it was Ridley Scott who also did um, American, American Gangster. Gangster. Yeah. So my bad movie. on that one. I was mistaken. And uh, the unintentional assist, Leonardo DiCaprio is Monsieur Candy. So I just got to Christoph. Oh. I can by you saying Body of Lies. Whoops. So. My bad. <laughs> so it yeah, I am. too because I was trying to Because you were trying to. <laughs> I was wrong anyway. <laughs> clarify a Ridley Scott question. Uh, I've got my whole list completed now. Okay, cool. Well, you want to go ahead and tell us what it is? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, since I already kind of spoiled the end of it there, I'll start on the Christoph Waltz side. I went Christoph Waltz to Leonardo DiCaprio in Django Unchained. Um, another great role there. He's the dentist, right? The little pop-out derringers that he's got. It's so good. Um, the tooth on the spring that bounces around. <laughs> yep. Just like the bloodiest action scene, and the thing is just bouncing. Like, what is this comic relief? But I guess that's what Tarantino does. Yep. So, um, and then I went Leo DiCaprio to Russell Crowe in Body of Lies. Russell Crowe uh, 
to Paul Bettany in Master and Commander, which was set on the ocean. Um, nice. He's in a he's in a boat there. So that's one of my ocean movies there. Paul Bettany. Uh, this is where I kind of dip my toe in the MCU. I went from Paul Bettany to Tilda Swinton, and I had to figure out which movie they were both in because I don't think he was in the very last one, unless there was a flashback or something. But I do believe they were both in Infinity War. Maybe can someone clarify that? Or can we which just one? assume that they were in a movie together? Which Tilda one is Swinton the one where she punches one. Mark Ruffalo out of the Hulk, or the other way around? I think that's Endgame. Tim, do you know off the top of your head? I, do, I, 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 I don't. Either way. Oh, yeah, it is. It is because they go back in time. She's – she's okay, yeah. No spoilers. 12-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like we'll a 46-hour 40, movie. But anyways, I'm going from Paul Bettany as Vision to Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One in one of those Marvel movies. Tilda Swinton, I got to Keanu Reeves from Constantine. Um which is a comic book movie, but not technically an MCU movie. Keanu Reeves uh, to Dennis Hopper in Speed um, because I needed to get to Dennis Hopper so that I could use Waterworld to Kevin Costner. Uh, uh, and that's my other movie that's on an ocean is Waterworld. Um, nice. Which I think, who's the target audience for that movie? Because it sucked. But as a kid, you're like, this would be the coolest place ever. And then adults are like, this is totally unrealistic and a crappy movie. So <laughs> I don't who are they marketing it to? Um, so anyways, I I went Paul Bettany, Tilda Swinton, Keanu Reeves, Dennis Hopper to Kevin Costner, who then I connected to Robert Duvall in Open Range, which is a great um, Western with a great shootout. So I think I got two with Waterworld and Master and Commander. Very nice. And that'll add an extra 20 points to your score, putting you at 45 you ready right? for my- 45. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. There is some overlap, but uh, we had, I think, pretty unique routes. All right, so I, I'll start with Robert Duvall, who was in Godfather 2 with Robert De Niro. Um, De Niro was in Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was in Gladiator with Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe was in Master and Commander, and that that is a, one of my all-time. That that movie is. Um, oh yeah. Uh, and Paul Bettan, uh, Bettany is with him in that, um, and I did Paul Paul Bet Bettany Bettany Bettany. Botany. I, Who, I, don't I don't think it's Bettany. It. <laughs> I've always said Bettany, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I keep mispronouncing it. Uh, who was in the Avengers? One of them. Something. Yeah. With Robert Downey Jr., who was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, with Val Kilmer. Oh, okay. Val Kilmer was in Tombstone with Billy Zane. Billy Zane was in Titanic. Yes. Nice. Ocean. Uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio, who was in Django Unchained with Christoph Waltz. Nice. Very nice. How did I miss Titanic for the Leo connections? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great i know when i was thinking through it i uh i remembered the judge was it was duvall and robert downey jr and then downey jr was in the soloist with jamie fox so it would have uh, got me to christoph waltz really fast with no, no ocean no water movies, movies yeah. but you had a pretty deep cut to get robert downey jr out of there that's amazing it was going to be uh godfather 2 with nero to jackie brown with sam jackson oh yeah Voiceover in Glorious Bastards. By the way, yeah. a friend of mine once said my my trivia, like writing notes, look like the Zodiac Killer, and I just want you to <laughs> <laughs> can confirm according oh. to the live footage. Now, Tim Edwards may be the Zodiac Killer, so that's all we're saying. <laughs> Thankfully, I think my birth certificate will. <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to shift the blame back to Ted Cruz. That's all he's doing here. So. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, so how much did Tim add there? Uh, so that was 10 points for the connection plus one ocean movie. He had two. I had, I had master. Oh, Command. oh yeah. My bad. Anti- two ocean Command. movies. So that'll get you another 20 points, uh, which puts your score at 35. Ooh, close game. 
Yeah, close game going into the special features round. But before we do that, we're going to take another break and tell you about our social media. We'll be right back. Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, Dark Credits, Website, Email, Hollywood, Cast Connection. Hey, it's Sam. If you are enjoying this episode and would like even more connections and trivia, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Hollywood Cast Connection. You can also join our Facebook group, The Credits, where we post daily challenges and mini-games. We are also now on Patreon if you would like to support the show financially. Each Patreon level comes with unique perks, so be sure to look through all available tiers. All of this info can be found on our website, HollywoodCastConnection.com, and you can always email us at HollywoodCastConnection at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. All righty. Well, Tim, you were once a contestant on Jeopardy, uh, which was hosted by the late legend Alex Trebek, who we need to thank formally, by the way, for everything that he's done in all of his years of service to the trivia community. Thank you, Alex. This Uh game will be dedicated to you. Um, This episode will be coming out pretty soon to uh, pretty close to the airing of the last episode. posthumously hosted episodes of Jeopardy uh, by Alex Trebek. So this game is going to be based on movies that were released uh, posthumous of the actors who start in them. So I'm wow. going to do a 10Q, 10A format. Um, I'll just give you five points each to make it simple. Sure. Uh, I'm going to read you the actor's name, and then I'll just need you to tell me what the the last movie was that they starred in or – Whatever movie it was, because some of them will have more than one. I'll accept multiple answers. Okay. So whatever movies they starred in posthumously. Gotcha. Whenever you're ready. We're not matching it up, right? You're just giving us the actors and we're guessing the movies that were their last or that were the movies that were released post their deaths. Yeah. Okay. Sound good. Does that work for you, Tim? Cool. All right, kid. I'm just going to read through the whole list. Number one, Richard Harris. I don't know what speed I should do this at. Just I'm just going to go and write them down. Yeah. Num- number two, Natalie Wood. Number three, Chris Farley. Oh, wow. Number four, Luke Perry. Number five, Anton Yelchin. Number six, Robin Williams. Number seven, Bernie Mac. Number eight is Alan Rickman. Number nine, Oliver Reed. And number 10 is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, wow. And I'll give you guys some time to think it out. Are these going to be movies that we've heard of? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure all or most of them are pretty uh, less than obscure. Okay. And for some reason in my mind, Luke Perry and Dylan McDermott are the same person. don't know what that is. I mean, there's there's a high probability that I go over. Oh, yeah. Me, too. I'm trying to... I mean, the names that I know, too, like, I don't know them from their last movies. I know them from their um, more well-known movies. I really tried not to make it too obscure based on how the last one went because... Yeah. I was way too obscure. <laughs> yeah. So don't overthink it. <laughs> it's for some of them. And then I threw a couple in there for the sake of learning and thought maybe you guys would know. Yeah. Some of them are just going to be educated guesses because I remember thinking, how did they get him in this movie if he was dead when it came out? But um, I think that yeah. kind of makes sense on some of these. And Luke Perry, I don't know from movies, so. Like the Luke Perry one, I, like, I feel like I saw him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this was like right before he died. Right. So I'm trying to go through movies I've watched lately, and I just. Oh, man. He's always a TV guy in my mind, so I don't know. I mean, he's eight seconds. Is, is oh, eight seconds. <laughs> yep. Classic. There you go. Sports movie. Like, like it is corny in all the ways you want a sports movie to be corny. Right. I think it was even, 
I think it was directed by the guy who did Rocky and Karate Kid too. Oh no way! Avilson, uh, uh, Avilson, something like that. Okay, I can only it's think like, of one other Luke Perry movie, and I think it was before Eight Seconds, but that's what I'm going with because <laughs> I can't think of another one. Like I'm ready whenever you guys are. Okay. Uh, I'm. I've got all but one. I mean, I've got answers for all but one. I think none of them are wrong, but we'll see. Um, none I mean, of, none them, of are them, right. them are right. All of them <laughs> are wrong. Uh, I'm trying to come up with a good joke answer for this first one. So, uh, okay, now I am good to go. Okay, I think we'll just go Tim, then Sam on okay. all of them. So, Tim, what do you have for number one? Uh, okay, I am not a Harry Potter guy. I don't know it. Uh, but I'm, I, I'm pretty sure Richard Harris was Dumbledore at the beginning, and then he passed away. Um, oh. Air, I, but I'm going to say the first one, Harry Potter and the so- Sorcerer's Stone, was for uh, Richard Harris. Okay, and Sam? See, I didn't even know the name. Um, I was like, Richard Harris? No idea. Richard Pryor? Richard Simmons? I wrote Sweatin' to the Oldies, so that's my guess. <laughs> Well, no points. Tim, you were very close. It wasn't um, Sorcerer's Stone, but the last one he appeared in was Chamber of Secrets. Ah, I'll give it but to you him. Right. Give it to you know him. what? He I'll knew get, who that you can was. have the five points if you want because you were totally dead on the right track. And I had no idea who Richard Harris even was. So. <laughs> okay, back to Tim. What did you have for number two? Okay, Natalie Wood, I don't know. And uh, so did a, uh, a in poor taste joke answer, but I said the Poseidon adventure. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was going to say the only thing I know Natalie Wood from is terrible jokes about wood that doesn't float, but, um, <laughs> Oh no. Uh, I do know she was in West side story. I really only know that she was in West side story. And I know that was way before she actually passed. So I put West side story, but that's gotta be wrong. Yeah. No points. The actual movie was called brainstorm. Oh, interesting. That reminds me of a little Dicky track off of <laughs> the brain album that he did. He recorded two uh, albums within like two years. One of them is a little Dicky album. And the second one is from the perspective of his brain. Genius. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim, what'd you have for Chris Farley or for number three? I couldn't, I put Tommy boy. I don't think that was a pop, but that was really, my guess is he was maybe in, had, had a smaller role in some other movie. I, I don't remember. I put Tommy boy. All right. And Sam. Uh, I don't remember when Tommy Boy or Black Sheep were, but I think Beverly Hills Ninja was after those, so I put Beverly Hills Ninja. All right. Well, there were two possible answers. Um, I think one was just a cameo in Dirty Work. Okay. But then the last movie I have that he starred in was Almost Heroes. Oh, I have seen that. Almost Heroes. Okay. I'm just putting a bunch of X's on my paper now, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we have made it to number four, which was Luke Perry. Um, did you come up with anything, Tim? You know, I uh, I, I mentioned that, that I feel like I saw this movie and thought, oh, this is his last role. And so I was stuck just going through movies I've seen recently, which is a short list, and that I'm drawing blanks on at the moment. I put Palm Springs, which I watched uh, and thoroughly enjoyed. I don't think that's right, but that's what I put. Okay, and Sam? Yeah, I could only think of one that was older than all the other ones that we actually mentioned in conversation. I think he was in the original Christy Swanson, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so that's what I put. But that was when he was young, so there's no way it's correct. Okay, no points this time. It was actually Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ah. Really? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was the guy who hired him or co-starred with him. But I, I think they had to adjust a little bit, too, uh, because of his death. I'm not sure that they were finished shooting all of his part. But anyway, that was it. Uh, number five, Anton Yelchin, Tim. Uh, on several of these, I resorted to just naming the series that I knew that they were in. I know Anton Yelchin was in uh, the 
Star Trek series. Mm-hmm. Check off. I put Star Trek. I'm missing a subtitle there, but uh, you guys have been nice to me before, and I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Sam? Along the same vein, I'm just going to say Star Trek unless you need more specific information. I think it was the 2016 one. I believe he died around then. Um, I know 2013 was Into Darkness, which would make 16 beyond, maybe, but I'm just going to say Star Trek for the same reasons that Tim said. Yeah, you both got it. I'll give it to you. It was Beyond was the last one. Star Trek Beyond. Good deal. All right. What a weird story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like got out of his car and then the car mashed him or something. That's so wild. Yeah. I know. All right. Number six, Tim, for Robin Williams. Well, I couldn't think of uh, – I'm having a hard time matching the year with the movies and stuff. Um, I, I know this w- movie came out well past his death, but I thought maybe his original voice work made an appearance. Uh, I said Aladdin – meaning the uh, live-action one with Will Smith. All right. And Sam? That is a great guess. Uh, my guess is going to be a shout-out to friend of the show and first guest, Mr. Mike Cameron, um, who mentioned this movie when he was on uh, Merry Friggin' Christmas with Joel McHale. And just thoughts and prayers to Mike right now. I know he's dealing with some tests and things like that. So sure. blessings up to Mike Cameron. Um, you're in our thoughts. All right, so I have three possible answers for this one because that guy got around, I for guess, sure. right before he passed away. Wow. Uh, Aladdin, however, is not one of them. I have A Merry Freaking Christmas. Oh, yeah, sweet. One, one called Absolutely Anything. And then he was uh, Teddy Roosevelt in the final Night of the Museum, Secrets of the Tomb. Oh, wow. I always forget he's in that. So five points to Sam. That's another one there. we need to bring up more often because that's one of those huge movies. Yeah. It's Owen Wilson, Steve Coogan, Rami Malek, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Inca's area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that mostly from the TikTok sound. They use TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and Dick Van Dyke, Mickey Rooney. And then who was in the most – was it Rebel Wilson was in the most recent one? I was... think – she was. I'm pretty sure Hugh Jackman was in it, like, oh, as himself. Nice. I think she was a security guard, and she had the little ponytail, and it was oh, all yeah. twisted up, and she said it looks like a golden poo. <laughs> That's what I remember. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. Yeah. <clears throat> Number seven, Tim, for Bernie Mac. Uh, I, uh, same strategy. I went with Ocean's 13. I'm not sure. I feel like he died a couple years after that movie came out, but that was my best guess. All right, and Sam? Oh, that's a great strategy. I don't know why I didn't put Oceans. I was thinking of a series, but I put Bad Santa 2. I don't know if he was in the second one, but I know he was in the first one. Right. Well, no points here. He was in the sequel to a movie. There are actually three possible answers. Uh, He played Alex the Lion's dad in Madagascar Escape to Africa. No way. (laughs) Uh, I think it was another cameo in Old Dogs. And then a starring role in Soul Men which all took place after his death. Gotcha. Okay, number eight, Tim for Alan Rickman. Same strategy, and on this one I was like, well, if it's not Richard Harris, then maybe it's Alan Rickman. I put Harry Potter, I'll put, um, uh, I'll say Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, which might betray my total lack of Harry Potter knowledge. I think he's in those. I think that's the one where uh, he dies, right? Spoiler, I think he's definitely in up to... Part one of Deathly House, right? So, <laughs> at least. He, again, my knowledge isn't as good. I have all the movies sitting right here because my kids like them, but I haven't paid attention to all of them all the way through. So, All right, and Sam? Yeah, uh, I knew Harry Potter, and then I thought, I don't know when the last Harry Potter came out compared to when the last Alice in Wonderland came out, but I do know he's the caterpillar in those movies. So I went with Alice in Wonderland. Okay, I do have two possible answers. Um, this will just tell you that I don't have extensive Harry Potter knowledge at all, <laughs> and I really wouldn't have written this one into it if I had considered that because it's not Harry Potter, and I didn't think about having two Harry Potter guys You know, that are both no longer alive. Uh, so my bad on that one, Tim. But the two possible answers are, 
one called Eye in the Sky, and then, yes, the second Alice movie, Alice Through the Looking Glass. All right. So, Sam, you'll get five points there. Nice. I will take them. Yes, you will. It's all downhill from here, so. Actually, no, I have a pretty good guess on the last one, but we'll get there when we get there. All right. And number nine, Tim, Oliver Reed. I don't even know who this is. <laughs> Same boat. Same boat. <laughs> I, I, I have no guess. I wrote Oliver and Company just because I thought that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, so this guy, you 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 know his face, uh, but you don't know him. He played the slave trader Proximo in Gladiator. Oh, okay. Uh, in the 70s, he was actually in a movie. I think it was the 70s. that was just called Oliver. So you were pretty close. <laughs> oh, no way. If you hadn't put in Co. you would have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the the final movie there was Gladiator. Gotcha. Okay. I remember. I remember when that happened, and they were like, "Oh, I'll, yeah, okay." Oh, yeah, he I was think in Tommy. Looking at him now. He was okay. in Tommy, which we talked about with uh, Paul McLaughlin, because Paul McLaughlin brought up movies we've never ever talked about on this show. But he's like, "I'm connecting the Mel Gibson to Tina Turner uh, in." What was it? Mad Max. Mad and Max, then yeah. Tina Turner to Elton John and Tommy. And then Elton John was in Spice World with like, holy cow. We got Tommy <laughs> and Spice World in the same string here. So exciting times. Yep. I wanted to throw that in there, uh, figuring that you might not guess it, but it did come out an entire year after his death. So that was pretty interesting. I kept waiting for you to say Heath Ledger or <laughs> like, come on, give yeah. me something. Yeah, that I, I know. I did it. <laughs> I I wrote it down and then crossed it out to yeah. fit some more in. This is a great uh, round though. I'm I'm learning a lot. So, yeah. All right. So the last one I have is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Tim, uh, what'd you come up with for that? I I, I don't know. I feel like this is a, a movie that's a bit of uh, kind of indie obscure kind of movie. Um, have been most notable for his last appearance uh i i can't really remember i'll say the master um but i, I that's not right all right and sam the master is a great guess and i thought about that but then i remember i wasn't a huge fan of this another series um just because i only watched the first couple and then they got boring to me but i remember watching the last one and thinking how did they get him in this movie because i feel like he's been it, dead for too long but i'm gonna guess hunger games all right. Yes, there were two possible answers, both of which were Hunger Games movies, because both of the Mockingjay installments came out after yeah. uh, his death. And I definitely know they had to adjust the final one, and like only had a, he only had a very small part yeah. um, in that one. But Hunger uh, Games is correct. Your indie movie. Nobody's yeah. Ever- <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah master was a really good guess i'm not sure exactly what year it was um I think honestly 10 ish like like, like uh, and i think he died in like what 15 16 something like that. yeah yeah well when you said indie movie i thought you were going to go with god's pocket for a minute which is a movie that really no one has heard of but it's philip seymour hoffman john Turturro, christina hendrix um, and it was directed i think by john slattery who was on mad men so yeah, yeah. With Christina. Yep, yep. All right. Um, so did you have four, Sam, or five? I, I wrote one, them down, two, but I'm confused. Three, four. I got Anton Yelchin, Robin Williams, which I wrote to look like Reba Williams for some reason, uh-huh. uh, Alan Rickman, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay, so that's 20, 245, that's 65, 10. I broke 60, which I don't always do. <laughs> All right, so our final score is Sam at 65 to Tim's 45, which was uh, mostly my fault, and <laughs> I, I need to figure out how to uh, write these final games better. <laughs> but, no, that, that was good. That was good. I that mean, was it, great. It, you know, it was a good category. It was fun to work on. It was, it was hard, but not yeah. all hard yeah no, no, i definitely feel like i learned something and it's stuff that i'll remember right like luke perry and once upon a time in hollywood i'll, I'll that'll definitely probably be a good trivia question that somebody writes later down the road so uh that was great man thank you for playing with us i'm glad that we overlapped a little bit and that our uh, <laughs> our lists weren't too wildly different I, but uh 
yeah, pretty funny that we got deserts and then oceans and then, uh, yeah, we were able to work that out there. This has uh, been a really good time. And thank you again for just taking the time out of your day. I know you guys have a lot going on, especially with your trivia schedules and all the other stuff that you do. So this has been fun. Well, thanks, guys. It was a blast to be on. Uh, it was a good time. I love talking movies and, and trivia, and so this was a nice uh, nexus of a lot of my interests. So it's a good time. For sure, man. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much uh, once again. Is there anything that you want to plug aside from, you know, Trivia Warfare Blitz and then your... Trivia oh, Warfare Blitz, uh, new episodes drop every Thursday. They're nice and, and short. They last 10 to 15 minutes generally, um, and we get uh, a good number of trivia questions in there. So it's a fun little listen, and we have a good time doing it. So check it out every Thursday uh, on your favorite podcast app. Definitely a good recommend for me, too. Uh, when you're heating up your lunch or if you're just uh, dropping something off at the mailbox, you can cram them in there generally about 10:15 and jam-packed with info. And then um, also the rest of the Oaks Media Group shows are fantastic. So the flagship, obviously, Trivial Warfare. I like to refer to Jonathan as the first man through the wall, right? Like he kind of did the... Exactly. He did the first trivia game show podcast that I had ever heard anyway and uh, and kind of set the pace for all of us to exist in this in this framework now. So big props to Jonathan. Uh, Trivial Warfare, Blitz, Foreplay, things that are blank, they're all solid shows. So definitely look those up whenever you get a chance. Absolutely. And do we have any shout-outs from the champion today, Sam? Uh, no, not at all. I'm just thanks again, Tim, for coming on. Uh, and again, if everybody could go and listen to those shows. And uh, if you're friends with Mike Cameron, since I mentioned him earlier, send him some love on Facebook. I know he could use our support right now. So him being a longtime member of the community and friend to all, um, make sure you uh, send him some thoughts and prayers there. Absolutely. Well, if there's nothing else, I've been Paul, that's been Sam, and that's been Tim. And we have been the Hollywood Cast Connection. We'll see you next time. Oh!